sports is a, is, is, is a tool that teaches, you know, and it teaches you bad things. It can also teach you good things. It's how you perceive those things. I've looked at every experience that I've had, negative and positive, and, and taken that as a positive. You know, if I wouldn't change anything because I think it would alter some of the other things that happened. You know, so when I look back, I can't say that I've had any bad things happen. Sure, I mean, you don't want bad things to happen, but you deal with bad things. You can't have good or you know, without bad. It's not about the shoes. It's about knowing where you're going not forgetting where you started. It's about having the courage to fail. Not breaking when you're broken. Taking everything you've been given and making something better. It's about work before glory what's inside of you is doing what they say you can't it's not about the shoes it's about what you do in them it's about being who you were born to be when people can walk away from you let them walk I don't want you to try to talk another person into staying with you loving you calling you caring about you coming to see you, staying attached to you. I mean, hang up the phone. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. I don't care how wonderful they are. I don't care how attracted you are to them. I don't care what they did for you 20 years ago. I don't care what the situation is. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. Because your destiny is not tied to the person who left. Your destiny is never tied to anybody that left. The Bible said that they came out from us, that it might be made manifest that they were not of us. For had they been of us, no doubt they would have continued with us. People leave you because they're not joined to you. And if they're not joined to you, you get super glue and you can't make them stay. Let them go. And you've got to know when people's part in your story is over so that you don't keep trying to raise the dead. You gotta know when it's dead. You got to know when it's over. Look at somebody and say, nothing just happens. If they walked away, it's no accident. If they left you, it's no accident. If you tried to make it work and it wouldn't work, it's no accident. Accept it as the will of God. Clap your hands, wash your face, do your dance, and keep going. Let me tell you something. I, I got the gift of goodbye. I mean, I got the gift of goodbye. It's, it's a tip spiritual gift. I believe in goodbye. It's not that I'm hateful. It's that I'm faithful. And I know whatever God needs for me to have, he'll give it to me. And if it takes too much sweat, I don't need it. Stop begging people to stay. Let them go. Yeah, I'm back, family. We're going to do this, I guess. There's no other place I'd rather be than with you right now.
If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through personal development and business. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. My new slogan is... I got now, so I don't even care what's next. I got now, so I don't even care what's next. Three impact secret value points that I will share with you today. The gift of goodbye. Nothing just happens. Accidents equal incidents through growth. It was 2012. I was excited because for me, having the opportunity to rekindle or I should say being in a position of being with my high school sweetheart. What I failed to understand at that time and what I now understand now was what I share with you guys, family, when I talk about the words of ultimatums. 2012 was the best and the worst year of my life. No, it really wasn't. It was the best all the way around. Now, you may be asking, well, what do you mean? How could it be the best? You see, 2012... My high school sweetheart has said, finally, I've had enough. Either you make the decision to marry me or I will make the decision to leave. Well, unfortunately, I didn't choose the decision to get married at that point because I felt that there was things that her and I needed to work on as a couple as well as on an individual basis. She told me that this is it. And she's made that threat a couple times and I kind of brushed it off lightly. But this time I knew it was for real and surreal because of the fact I started seeing boxes come into the place that her and I shared. When she made that decision and finally followed through and left and I'm sitting in this empty townhouse apartment I'm asking myself I'm asking God why why me I did everything that I could do that I could that I had control over why me why did she make this decision what could I have done could I just should I just went ahead and done it but if I would have went ahead and did it it wouldn't have been valuable to her or me because I wasn't really truly ready because I wanted us to work through what we have to work through together and build a foundation and then continue to build up. So I made the transition to downsize in the current living situation I was in. And then the next thing I know That's when 
the next occurrence happened. I've shared this with you before, family. This is when I was laid off from my job. I was laid off from my job and it was funny because I was doing everything and more to make myself a significant value. I went back to school, even though I already had two degrees to obtain another degree, because from what I was being told for, if you want to be in a leadership role that you needed the education to support the experience. So I was in school at at the time, as well as I was taking additional courses that were offered online to improve my skill sets at that particular role, as well as just skill sets in life, period. And then I got the call. See, that call changed my life because that call said, hey, in so many words, if you haven't heard it, go check out uh a couple of the uh, episodes it's, it's in there but I'll just keep it short and brief because it's some it's some powerful things I want to get through get to today so when I came in when I got received that call and basically was told hey we're going in a different direction we couldn't find any evidence that what you were saying uh, supporting your claims that you know basically you were you, you claim you were going out for breakfast and going out to uh, that you know, in the same adjoining building, but that's not true because we can't prove it. So we're just going to go in a different direction. And with us going in that different direction, uh, we hope you understand where we're coming from. No problem. Shifts. (laughs) Things that I wouldn't expect in the same year. See, it was already bad enough in my mind at that time that I'm losing a person I really truly deeply love. She was my first love. She was someone that I cared about so much. We've been through a lot together and to lose that. Then to work so hard in a role of getting promoted. And even when I even got to that particular position, I wasn't even supposed to be in that position to begin with because the previous manager prior to that was trying everything possible to manage me out. Unfortunately, they weren't able to do that because of the relationships that I built and the work ethic that I built. They couldn't prove the claims. So I was already in a fight. Today's episode is entitled The Training Camp of Life. The Training Camp of Life. You see, family, we're going to go through a lot of things in life. I've struggled with the word, the the whole phrase of the gift of saying goodbye. I have struggled with it because when you're someone that you're so engaged in personal development, you're so engaged in developing yourself and growing yourself, you the the limits that you have for someone to continue to do wrong to you or continue to to I don't want to call it a people pleaser. I would more like to aim at saying wanting things, having a different outlook on life of saying that, Hey, yeah, I know this is happening, but you know, let's figure out a way to get through it. And see now through all of these years, I've learned that that wasn't the right approach. 
There are some people in your life that refuse to change. There are some people in your life that refuse to want to get better. They would rather spend more time on what's wrong than what we can improve to make it better. So they put themselves in a mindset in which this won't get better. And since it won't get better, they bring that energy around you. It can be, uh, again, coworkers, friends or family. And a lot of times what, what happens when you're around that type of energy, that energy can start making you doubt things that can start making you feel some kind of way. That's why family, when I'm up, when I wake up in the morning to begin, you know, cause I have, you know, a little morning routine. Uh, first thing I do is I, I want, I put something on positive, that I can listen to just to, you know, get my mind going. And then of course, when I'm working out, I listen to music, but I put something on positive first for when I'm starting my day to know that the only thing that I can control is how I respond. No matter how people come at me, no matter how people, you know, attempt to try to, to cheat me or try to do me wrong, I can only control how I respond to the, their actions. And sometimes, family, that I think that when we get so engaged in the personal development uh, part of things, we and we're changing, we forget that some of the things that that made us up until that point. We have to learn how to leverage and let me let me be more clear. What I'm saying is, is that the fights that we had to go through, the discussions, the conflicts that we had to deal with, they've made us up to that point and we have to learn how to as I told you what my mother would tell me is is that son you can't fight every battle see I never understood when things were happening for me because I really truly had a good intention my intentions were so good as far as wanting to help people my heart was so big to want to give to people and want to be there but when people tell you that they don't want you as part of their life when people tell you that it's not no longer it, it turns in no longer about you it's about them and that for me was hard to understand because I wanted to be the fixer I wanted to be the problem, the person to help carry your burdens as far as your emotional burdens that you're dealing. I wanted to be that guy to help you through it. But what you will understand and you'll realize if you live a little bit longer, if that person does not want to make a commitment, the same commitment that you had to make it as far as making a change for yourself, making a, a and, and, and improving your environment, then it doesn't matter what you do. It's sort of like when we talked about in one of the episodes about the lottery. Everybody says if you ask them that one question, hey, if you want $100 million through the uh, lottery net cash, net, well, I shouldn't say net. Yeah, net. You want $100 million net. And when I say net, that just basically means that after all the taxes and everything, lawyers and setting up the LLCs and all of that is taken care of, you, you ended up with $100 million after all the expenses. What would you do? Would you still work that same job? Would you still be in that same relationship? Would you still be around that same environment that you're currently in? 
And do you know what a lot of people's answer is? A majority of people would say no. But see, we understand that based on previous lotto winners that a lot of them are able to, to sustain that wealth. I think I'm going to do a whole series on lotto winners and how it, how it, the, how personal development and lotto winners, because I really want to do some more research on them because I am curious of how, when you get all of this money, how do you lose $100 million? How do you lose $200 million? How do you lose $10 million? Now, the common sense answer is buying things that you don't need or buying a house that is you got 20 bedrooms in and it's only you and your significant other or you and your kids or, you know. So I'm going to do some research and tie it back into the show. But it just questions and makes you ask if that's the case, then why do we keep putting ourselves in situations or allowing ourselves to feel bad when it's time to walk away? When it's time to walk away from that job that no longer values you, why do we feel bad? Why do we feel that we owe them something? You see, right now, I don't know where where you're listening at from because we have a a, a global following and, and everything. But if right now in the States, well, and where I'm from in Texas, we are in a no fault state. What that basically means is if right now, if you work for me as an employee and I make a decision today that I no longer need your services and you are a full-time employee, you're not a contractor or anything. You are a full-time employee. I'm providing you benefits and, and the whole gamut. If I made a decision today, hey, you know what? I no longer need your services. Today, I can let you go. But if you no longer wanted to work there, the proper etiquette is to give a two-week notice. Now, you're saying, ED, where are you? Okay, where are you going with this? What I am saying to you is a lot of times in life, there are things that we just cannot control. Things just happen and no, it's not good. I wasn't happy when my high school sweetheart decided to walk out. I wasn't happy when I lost my mother to a just what we thought was just something that was a brain tumorism, that it was just an aneurysm, excuse me, that the doctors assured us that everything was going to be okay. And then when I got to the hospital, she looked at me and she said something that I, I, I used to hate that when she used to say it, it used to trouble me. It used to frustrate me, but now I get it. You see, I get it now. I didn't get it then, but now I get it. See, she said to me, son, if God said it's my time to go, I'm ready. That's it. It wasn't no more explanation. It wasn't no more. And even when I probed and I would say, mom, well, what do you mean by that? She simply said that I can only control, son, what I can control. I didn't plan to be in here. I just so happened to say I had a headache and she was in the medical profession before she had transitioned into another uh, a career change. But at the time, she knew a lot about medicine. I'll just say that. 
So when she said I only had a headache and then it turned out to be something bigger than that, that let me know nothing just happens. So that's why I said, going back to the example of you giving a two week, you having to give a two week or even a week notice. It's really something of of life when an employer or even a relationship decides to make a decision to go in a different direction because it's sometimes it may not all be about you. And a lot of people, including myself, I used to get caught up in that. I used to get caught up in how could you do me like that? I'm showing up here. I'm working off hours on hours or whatever. And you can just, you know, you can, you said we family, family don't do this. But that's what it is. Family It's it's, it's, it's one of those things again. Yeah, it's an accident. It was an accident, but Accidents equal incidents for your growth. That's why I'm able to get on to, to the mic because I just, I've been through, I've seen a lot. I've, I've learned from a lot of mistakes. I'm learning. I'm still learning. I'm in constant learning mode. I probably invest more money nowadays into training and development than I do into the things I used to invest a lot of money. And now I, you know, I'm a reseller, so I do, uh, but I, I try to create a, an environment in which the things that I like, I can also take an opportunity to leverage it in a way where like, for instance, for reselling, I still can leverage it by buying clothes and, and selling them online. Cause I enjoy doing that. But the thing about it is, is for me personally, if a lot of things didn't happen to me, I wouldn't have probably sought out personal development. I probably wouldn't have sought out how to get better. I probably wouldn't sought out the different various trainings that I invest in to wanting to learn additional ways to make money because I understand that, yes, I have a full-time job, but I don't know how long that's going to be there and what's going to, to happen, especially with the pandemic in place. So when you are in situations, family, and I understand I'm there with you, as I told you, I am on this journey with you. I It's hard too sometimes because what I don't want to end up happening as I continue to develop through this podcast show, you are on a journey with me. You are in the passenger seat. I'm just driving the car right now, but I, we are on a journey together and what you learn and what I learned from you guys of getting feedback and saying hey this you really enjoyed that particular podcast show um it lets me know that yes this is a journey i'm on of being able to produce every day and this didn't happen by accident this was this was meant to happen because i kept tinkering and and dibbling and dabbling here and all these different things but i always kept coming back to this microphone I kept wanting to teach people what I've learned. And when I would go for particular job opportunities and everything like that, I, it would get cut off from me. And I was like, why is this happening from, you know, why is this happened to me? I have an amazing interview. They was like, yeah, we want you blah, 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 this and that. And then next thing I know, they're like, ah, well, 
we had this other this other candidate internally that applied for it and you know we wanted to go and it, it, it was those type of things and I'm like why me why is this happening or even working in a job that you know you just hate and you're getting up every morning and you're sick and tired but you haven't figured out how do I, I, I need my income because I need to take care of my family or I need to take care of myself. How do I replace this income? So you start trying different things and they're not working and you, you go into a state of depression because of the frustrations of life, the training grounds of life. That's why I entitled this the training camp of life. Because life is really, truly, you are in training. Because you're learning various skill sets along the way in life that work that will work for you. You're learning how to deal with trouble and heartbreak and and and, and frustrations that that come upon your day. So I say to you, family. When you're going through life, whether you're currently in a transition, whether you just currently lost somebody, whether you just lost your job, whatever that loss is, whatever that frustration is, whatever is is going on with you, family, this is the time that you start really working on you. Because if you don't take time to work on you, Somebody else will work on you and tell you what you should be doing. And I've shared that with you guys. And so I, 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 I definitely beg of you. Well, I shouldn't say beg, but I really do because I really I want just think about it. What if everybody in your circle. In your particular circle of environment was successful. What do you think would happen? Just think you had a circle full of successful people. And I'm not talking, it doesn't have to, a lot of times people automatically jump to the financial piece. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you had a circle of friends and family or even coworker, whatever. And you guys are all doing things that gets you excited in the morning to actually work on it, get you excited throughout the day of what you're going to be working on, get you excited about just having a purpose and being dripped. Just think you are right. Well, just imagine that energy. But see the dysfunction that we're in is really a training ground for us, a training camp because it's teaching us how to remain cool and calm It's teaching us how to respond to particular conflicts because you never know. There may be a business in you. There may be an ideal in you that will birth the next movement and may disrupt the next company. And you're going through what you're going through. You know, I like what 50 has said something to me. I, I was like, wow. And I, and I live by that. And sometimes I will forget, but he said, when he lost his mom, he said there was nothing that anyone can do to him at that point. And when he meant as far as do something to him, meaning hurt or harm him in any way, because the loss of his mother was one of the biggest hurts and pains, if I'm if I'm using it correctly. And the and only reason why I can relate, because that's how I felt. 
I had that mindset and I still do. But like I said, sometimes I forget that when I lost my mother, it really taught me the value of letting go thing, letting, uh, letting go of things and, and, and still, still to this day, you still have to work on that. You still have to continue to work on your mind. If you stop working on your mindset and not just working on your mindset to, you know, reading and listening things, but you also, the biggest thing about mindset is continually working and building on yourself because a lot of people just say, well, mindset, that's it. That's all you need. Yes, that is true. But the facts are, the facts are, is that just mindset alone will get you there. But to stay there is the continual work on yourself in your mindset to make sure that you don't go backwards. That's why in life, sometimes when you are, when you start really taking this thing seriously, when you really start moving forward in this, you're going to realize there's going to be people that you no longer conversate with because they want to keep talking about a problem and continue to discuss problems. And you want to get to the solutions. Of course, you want to let someone vent. We all should vent. You need to get that out your system. But once you're done getting it out, the next thing is, okay, so how do we solve this? You don't like where you work? Okay. Do you have a resume together? Or have you thought about starting a side hustle or or creating a business on the side while you're working your full-time job and allowing your full-time job to basically taking the finances for that and pouring into your side hustle and experimenting um, while you're working that job? I guarantee you a lot of people who would tell you that they don't like their job or they don't like what they're doing you'll be surprised how many people are really taking any type of action. It's easier to complain and get frustrated about where you're at than to do something about it. Yep. This happened to you. Yep. It, it happens to a lot of people. I, you know, I lost my parent. That happens to a lot of people, but what am I going to do with about it? So family, I'll close with this. The challenges of life, the frustrations of life is the building ground. It's the foundation. It's the preparation. When you get to the point that you believe in yourself so much, it doesn't matter what happens because you know that this this too shall pass. And this, too, is an opportunity for you to grow. But don't get it mistaken, because I don't what I don't want to happen is, is that you get you get so. I don't want what I don't want to happen is this is that sometimes people take when I say that, yeah, this is happening. Yeah, it's bad. Yes, it's, it's frustrating and everything. But. Not for you to feel some kind of way because you should, you should feel if you, you know, you're experiencing something, but feeling and then understanding at the same time, I still got to go take action. Yeah, it's messed up. I just lost my job. Yeah, it's messed up that I was married for 20, 30 years. And then all of a sudden now her and I are not together. She decided to leave or he decided to leave. So what do we do from there? I guess I'm going to have to start over. 
and yeah, it hurts. But you know what? I like what Eric uh, Eric said. Eric Thomas said. He said, "You're going through that pain. Get something for it from it. Leverage that pain. Leverage that hurt. Leverage that frustration, and apply it to whatever the thing that you want that you've been possibly wanting to do, but you haven't done yet." Because you found every excuse possible not to do it. Now you have an excuse to do it. Shift that energy. I'm not telling you not to forget about it. Because every day I think about my mother. I'm not even going to hold you. But I understand that by me doing this, by me uh, continue to experiment with life and find things that I'm really passionate about, things that I enjoy doing. I love teaching. I love being so I love helping people out and I have to find out a way. How do I how do I make that so I can provide the ultimate value? And then turning back and saying, yeah, see, mom, I'm doing this for us. So family, as you go through these frustrations, as you go through this pain, know nothing just happens. Know that you can really use this to your benefit. I'm not telling you to be a sucker and not not understand what's going on. I mean, to forget about what happened to you. I'm just telling you definitely remember it and use it as a tool to push you through the times when you don't want you don't feel like it. Push you through the times when you're having doubt yourself. Still no still push through it. Push through it. This has been the training camp of life. I am your humble host, E.D. I hope you enjoyed today's show. This show was really about letting go of what has happened, but not forgetting that you so that you don't you not forgetting what you've been through, but leveraging it for your good. I'm out.